Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. This week on the program, we're talking about the Spangler's Neutrona wand from Hasbro in their Plasma series. Uh, we've got Chris has got one, I've got one. We're going to unbox them. We're going to talk about all of the features and, and our thoughts. We've also got a little bit of news. We're talking about uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife updates from Ernie Hudson and Carrie Coon. Uh, Ray Parker Jr.'s documentary has gotten a distributor, and it's a very familiar name. There's also a whole lot of things out there that want to give you cavities, especially in the UK. Stand by. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! How you doing? Good to see you. I, I mean, I know, I know that we're not going to mention the video, but it's uh, it's good to good to see. You. Ooh, and yet you mentioned it anyway. So. Yeah, I did. Hey, what? So you got uh, you got something in the mail? I'm excited about this. You got something in the mail too. We both got. I something got something in the, in the mail. mail. This is the first time that we've you, had a chance to talk. We talked last week that we were going to just save it. That's uh, right. You opened yours already. I opened mine. Uh, now it's my turn. Yeah. So do you want to do that first? Do you want to do we want to yeah. save all the news? We can do thrower talk first. Yeah, let's just throw it. Because I know how it is when you've got something new and you want to play. <laughs> like, yeah, let's just sit here for thirty minutes. I'll just lean on it. Man. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's do that. Let's open it up because you haven't. Mine, mine. I, uh, I got it on on display uh, already. Um, I did that unboxing video on YouTube, and I was like, I'm gonna put it right there, and that's exactly where I put it at the end of the video. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, why not? Let's get into it. So um, our friends at uh, Hasbro were kind enough to send us uh, uh, both Spangler and Trona wands, uh, which is fantastic. And um, I mean, it's it's one of the first pieces of Ghostbusters Afterlife merchandise, and that's why I thought it was such a big uh, deal, Chris, that I was like, oh my god, this is... It was kind of like when we first, when we got the first piece of Ghostbusters Answer the Call merch, which I'm trying to remember what that was for me. It might have been... Was it the Mattel figures? I think maybe the Mattel maybe. figures were the first yeah. things that I got. Um, maybe the Kenner? Maybe the Kenner reissues? Well, uh, not for Answer the Call. For Answer the oh, Call, for answer the call yeah, I yeah, see. yeah. I mean, the Kenner reissues, this is that's, my, yeah. uh, that, that was the first Hasbro thing. But for, in terms of Afterlife, this is like the first... 2020 third, thing. This is my third prop purchase, but my second official, because the the second of the three was an, an actual Motorola. Oh, yeah, uh, one of the MT 500s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not to be confused with the ones that Spirit Halloween are selling now. Uh, so I got the Mattel PKE meter, solid. Solid, and and still going for a pretty penny on eBay because of how rare and out of it's, print it is at this point. And it's pretty darn, pretty darn. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Yeah, there's the difference. Cheers. <laughs> you can see when I take a drink. Uh, yeah, anyway. you're drinking wine. I'm drinking coffee. It's the way <laughs> of the world. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I don't got a lot of space. I don't got a lot of 
I don't got a lot of money, so yeah. a lot of these things come up and they're quite nice, but I'm just sort of like, meh. And this one is was super pretty. This was there's definitely something I kind of hummed and hawed about, but uh, here we are. Yeah, here the, we are. Uh, good graces of Hasbro. Um, so why don't I mean I feel like you should you should tear into it here. Uh, yeah, if, if you're I'm ready. Just looking at the back here. So yeah. authentic sounds. Now I asked you in anticipation of this. You says it. it oh yeah, it says. It does. You need three AA three. batteries. I got, I got a text from Chris probably, I don't know, 11 o'clock this morning. It was like, yeah. does the thrower need batteries? Yes. Yeah, it takes three AA batteries. Oh. Batteries not included. Oh, yeah. dag nabbit. Uh-oh. Yeah, triple A's. You said you had plenty of AA's. No, you said three AA's and my brain, brain went three A. Got it. This is why I shouldn't message you at 11 in the morning. I'm an idiot. Uh, all right, so Chris's thrower is not going to be making noises or sounds or lights. Uh, well, uh, the ridiculous part is I must have 50 triple A's. No, I have, I have, oh, geez. Well, do, okay, you, do, so you want me to, do you want me to run with the news while you go search for some double no. A batteries? Because we can do that, too. Like no, this house is devoid. Don't worry. We're going to have to just... Okay. I got some leftovers here. I'll see if I can scrounge some. Man. Man. And the thing I hate most about these is the, the pretty, pretty packaging. I don't like messing up the pretty, pretty packaging. It's tough. And especially with this one, I noticed, you know, you you take great care to keep the, the exterior of the, the gun box. Um, yeah. Nice and nice and pretty, and then when you get inside, they've got it really nicely sort of packed in there to a point where it would be a great storage, uh, like to drop it back into the box and put it back into storage. But yeah, the problem is that I, when you pull it out of there, like you have to rip the the cardboard stuff off of it. You can't keep it nestled in that cardboard uh, for safety. So no, you I gotta can't. I gotta come up with some styrofoam or something to to put it back in there. I can't I. It looks really awesome right now on my shelf um, until the two-year-old gets a hold of it, and then it's going to look like hot, you know, garbage uh, yeah. because she's yeah. going to tear it apart. So I got to right. admire it, and then it's got to go away. Oh, I see. Yes. But you see what I'm saying? So so Chris is opening it up, uh, and uh, inside he's, you know, look at that. I mean, it, it is it is packed so well. I wish that you yeah. could repack it that way. <laughs> You can't? Like you can't uh, hold on to, I mean, they're just they're just cardboard inserts. They're right? just cardboard like, inserts, but the way that the especially the barrel, the way that the barrel is wrapped around, oh yeah, see, it's, yeah. it's kind of like tangled around that, so you have to rip it open in order to get it out of there. Some assembly required. This is nonsense. All right. That's the stand. Maybe I'll. F well, okay. Yeah, the stand is a pretty pretty easy assemble, but uh, so what, what what's the first thing you notice when you when you're pulling it out of the box there, Chris? What's what's going? Uh, through it's your head? hefty. Yeah, it is. It it is it's kind of it's hefty, but it's it's still pretty lightweight compared to uh, well, prop throwers. Compared to what? Yeah, oh I mean, yeah, if, to if you grab one of the Ghostbusters and DC ones? throwers, yeah, the, I mean, especially the resin ones that end up being they never seventy five pounds. Ever try one of those? <laughs> Come on, guys. Ever. I know how it is. Like when you're out at a con and people are like, "Can I hold the proton pack? Like, can I can I try it on?" And everybody's like, "No, no, you cannot try on my proton pack." To be That's fair, not... I've never asked if I can. I'm sure they would, but I'm, for t right now, I'm just gonna play it as you know. They've never let me. You know, the I can honestly say they've never let me hold their proton <laughs> packs ever. 
Okay, see, this is kind of problematic because in order to... It's not a bad thing. It's, it's uh, just an unpacking thing. I was going to say, a... you have to chop into it. That's, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of hoping this thing would just lift off. And then, yeah. You know, it's got its own little bits of tape and so stuff that's... like that. That's what it's... This is... I could really warning. use a third hand, but... Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, hey, you know what I realized is, um, you were so excited to get into the, uh, to the thrower. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is. What are we? Who are we? <laughs> Who are we? What are we doing? What are we doing here? Why is it so late? I don't know anymore. I have no idea anymore. No idea. Um, so yeah, so the great Ooh, news, so okay. we have news coming up, uh, as we, uh, are going to talk about the thrower together, because Chris, Chris and I haven't had a chance to talk about this, um, and then after this, we will get into news, because there's a few fun things, some afterlife news, some, uh, Ray Parker Jr. documentary news, some merch news, uh, some Frappuccino news, gotta throw that out there. <laughs> you know, sentences you don't often hear in the English Frappuccino language. news. Yeah. Frappuccino Orange news. mocha Frappuccino. All right, so Chris, Chris is still. This is this is what I didn't show on the unboxing video because I was afraid I was gonna just rip that barrel, the red, uh, uh, tiny. <laughs> Leave hose. it for me to do. Thanks very much. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. This is uh, this is like the Nintendo 64. Like I'm just waiting I for was, you to get it out of there, and then. I was given the heads up by Mr. Kevin Lim that. Uh, yeah, it had a, a a tie that I was gonna need some. Yeah, you gotta. About? Maybe he was talking about these cardboard insert things. The I cardboard inserts. The, the, I'd have the to go rope, back to his text. To, like that rope that's holding the the little like plastic clamshell thing. Untwist, shouldn't it? Yeah, it it. You think it would untwist, but then I couldn't untie it. I had to just chop that off too. Oh my god! Come on! Yeah, come out! Come out! While while you're doing that, what was the hardest? Toy to get out of the package when you were a kid. Do you remember? The hardest toy to get out of a package as a kid. Because there were some um, of them that I recall that had like 500 of those twisty ties on them, and then yeah, like the, see, the I Playmates kind of, Star Trek toys. I slightly predate you a little bit, and my era really didn't go kind of nuts on that, to be honest with you. So. Uh, now that said, I have my own child, and I've run into some real doozies. I particularly like the ones that are. I'm just actually gonna clip down to this here. The the Star Wars, the Empire Strikes Back, the Hoth Rebel base. I don't that that one was in like a million pieces, and it was tied down by like five thousand things to a, a cardboard insert. I remember that one being really difficult. You know what? I'm not saving this cardboard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, See? So, so that's exactly what I was talking about. Like oh, the cardboard smash. in theory would be awesome, but it's not. There we go. All right, that's done for. Goodbye. See ya. All right. Fine. Stand. Come on. All right. Now I'm gonna get rid of this Footlocker box here, which is, like I said, this is the other thing too. Like. My PKE meter, if I thought hard, I'd try and devise a, a display for it. And that one, doubly more than this, because it's just in one of those plain white Mattel Maddie collector boxes. Like, it was never meant to go into a... Sh uh, <laughs> Maddie wait, didn't do, put a lot of in extra into stuff they knew wasn't going to go to a store somewhere. Well, so. but the, the PKE had that, like, wood crate box for it. 
inside. Oh, inside but, inside the white mailer. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. I feel like you could display that pretty easily. I feel like that's something that would. Yeah, maybe. You could put that All up right. on a shelf, and it says PKE meter. Now, if this paper string thing is what Kevin was... To, oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. I think they put it on slightly wet, to be honest. It's deceiving. It, it's one of those things that it looks like, oh, I can just untie it, and then you, you can't... You, you can't cannot. That. that is no. absolutely 100% what he was talking about. Yeah. But I came prepared with scissors. Ta-da! Ooh, all right. So getting that last bottom bit off, metal. Metal V-clip, um... That was a yeah. So you got the smart move. You got the metal, the V clip. You've got the the belt. The metal hanging hook. The belt clip. Yeah, yeah. Belt um, hook. This is very nice. Yeah. All right. Well, so I'm wow. gonna I'm gonna grab mine. Hold on. Let's see. Can I reach it? Well, I'm tethered in. Do you think they have in. to pay clippered for rights or because it says clippered like it actually still has the clippered Cincinnati, Ohio piece on it? Who knows? Company may not even exist anymore. Let's see. Boop, boop, boop. There's a button there. That's not a button. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I don't think you need the batteries. You can just you boop, can do boop, that. Boop, boop. Yeah. Well, here, if if I activate mine Ooh, at the same I time see. as yours, it's... yeah. So if you you pop it in, okay. So but, here's uh, can it can what I pops it? What unpops it? What unpops uh, it? The green I'm the panicking. green lever the green lever that's right there under the trigger box. Ooh. Yeah. So oh. hit that. Wow. That's quite a mechanism. That that mechanism's like a foot away. That's, uh, uh, but here's here's a quirk, and I just noticed. I mean, it's it's something now that I don't know that everybody's does. But so mine is off. All of the switches are off right now. Um, mm. I just shoved. I reset the barrel back there, um, and mm. it's making noise while it's off. Is that weird? I know that a couple of people have uh, said that no they've had in it, shorts in them, but yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know if it does that all the time. This is just the first time that it's started doing that, but I'm not it's mad got, at it. But. It's got a label here, slow blow. I'm assuming that's an Easter egg reference to uh, Ray's Fort Dent marrying scene. <laughs> you went um, there. You really went there. I went there. I really went there. Uh, slow blow. Uh, there's there's a, a book you should read. Slow blow is uh, one of the things that I had to fight for with a certain editor because he thought it was boring. Um, but we uh, we got we Where got would slow we read blow that in, there. in some sort of book. Yeah, has a lot to do with fuses, and that's all that I'll say. You can go read the all book right. and prove that all editor right. wrong. All um, right. So you're throwing batteries in. Uh, the other thing that I didn't mention on my video... Completely uh, random. May or may not work. So the, the adapter inside that, that bag that you got that has all of the pieces, the little greeblies for the um, the stand, it's got this really cool adapter that you can unscrew uh, this cap here for your batteries, and it's an adapter for your split loom. So if you right. wanted to attach this to a pack, it's got an adapter there that you could just uh, attach there. And I've, I've seen a lot of people successfully do it. I've actually even seen, um, oh, forgive me, I think it was one of the Southland Ghostbusters. Somebody had wired it um, from from the uh, the Hasbro Neutrona wand into the speaker on their pack. They hot-wired it in Ooh. there so that they have a bigger speaker on the actual, you know, the cyclotron yeah. of their pack. That's the impression I got is that Hasbro was keenly aware from the last uh, round of electronics and all that that were made available to fans that uh, they were going to uh, 
they were going to happily start modding the heck out of them the minute they got their hands on them. So yeah, that was a nice touch. I mean, and some people have been uh, stripping these down and making them look like uh, Ghostbusters 1, Ghostbusters 2 wands, you know, taking the the hockey tape off of this and, you know, making the, the, uh, the handle look a little bit more uh, legit, taking off the shotgun, uh, you know, barrel here. Um, but, uh, yeah. All right, you got those. You're putting the batteries in. Come on. I mentioned we weren't going to mention the video, but it's just, it's so hard now that we have video. This is the weirdest thing. For those of you that are tuning into the podcast now, I'm just going to, fine. Uh, we're, we're attempting a little something here. We're trying to be like our yes, have some friends and see what happens when we record video while we do the podcast. But also because yeah. this is like when we do the, the Eagle Moss building kits where there's something so visual like, I think part of the reason that I wanted to do this, Chris, is so that you and I could test this so that we can maybe put a top-down camera down while we're doing the Eagle Moss builds. Um, so yeah, I can... well, I was trying to set up... I have an external one somewhere I should have set up. I don't even know if you can do that. Can you set up two uh, Zoom cameras? I think you can. So I think because we're, we're doing this on Zoom, I think you can just log into the Zoom chat with another camera uh, on your phone or your iPad or whatever, um, and mm. then I'll see you know that, uh, and that's what's going to record, but... Anyway, I'm stalling. Mm. You got those batteries in? There's no need to stall. Keep talking. I may have... May have completely hooped myself, though. This is... Uh-oh. Uh, I had so many other things to worry about today, and my brain just sort of skimmed over and went, Got it! Done! 2020, sure? buddy. Yes! Yeah. Done! Uh, did you hoop yourself on the recording? No, 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 no. Or the on, the, on the thrower? Oh, triple A's, if only you were a little longer. Mm. <laughs> I'm, oh, oh. One I'm one step away from jamming tinfoil in between them. Just I was going to say, is the, is the battery, the the batteries, are they popping out? No, it's not that. They just, I, I'm not getting it turned on, which means, because uh, I'm di diving into my, these dead batteries, but I, I don't know which is, half of them are from, like, uh, uh, different devices that uh, that die out when they still have, you know, it's still got enough of a charge that you could try a couple more. Th oh, what was that? I dropped one. Damn it. It was the lone double A that was going to solve all your problems. Yeah, that was the one. And it's right. rolled under. Mitsubishi Electric packing something from ages ago? Probably not. Got a lot of those off-brand AA batteries that come with your remote controls and things like that, that it's like, well, I'm just going to toss these to the side because they'll last like five minutes. <laughs> Make sure. Hello. There we go. Yeah. No, you say that. I thought I Maybe. literally got them inserted into the, let's save the celebration for, you know, it actually makes a noise. <laughs> And the thing, this is no, uh, nothing. All right. Um. All right. Well, blows. well, what have I got? That it's slow blows. All right. No, well, while just... while you're doing that, let's let's chat news. Let's just let's see if we can't can't multitask. Uh, because I'm trying to think. So there. Rawr. 
we can we can like let's afterlife talk would be pretty apropos for working on the thrower sure. here. Um, you know the uh, of course yes have some I mentioned them earlier they uh, teamed up with the uh, containment unit uh, autograph signing folks and had a, a great interview with Ernie Hudson uh, that kind of got buried because Ernie was in the um, Hasbro Pulse uh, live stream as well and and so uh, some some movie blogs picked up on it because they were really specially. Um, drawn to Ernie talking about how this movie afterlife ties to the original and the second films, uh, very closely and, and very intricately. Um, and is also, I think the exact quote is that it is what the fans have wanted. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's, it's my question is, is that something fans didn't think was happening or I was going to say, it's something that's not exactly news to us because we've kind of known since, Day one, really? I, I mean, I feel like that that initial teaser trailer was pretty much indicative of the fact that this is going to be what we've wanted all along because it's the original Ecto-1, it's got the Elmer Bernstein music, it's got the green kind of creepy, um, you know, ethereal feel to it. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I think it's just picking up a, a wider audience, and I think this is also in response to Carrie Coon, who's been out doing um, press for other stuff too, and she's mentioning, you know, that they used practical effects, and this is a lot more old school than uh, films are being made now. And this coming from somebody who was in the Avengers films, you know, and and was kind of there for all of the 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 biggest and most highest of tech uh, special effects and visual effects that are, are currently being utilized. So I don't. I mean, uh, maybe. Oh, there you go. So don't forget, you got to activate the two switches. You got, you got two switches. One is only going to activate. The bottom one's yeah. going to turn you on. There you go. See, this is why you read the instructions. <laughs> I was just doing the activate because you know English language. Ah. Uh, I yeah. assumed that meant everything was go, but no, it they've built in the sequence. It's proce- Yeah, it's procedure. So you got to you got to start at the beginning. You got to you know power up your power up your cyclotron. Then this activates your your thrower, and then your final. So. I feel like the man. I feel like the rumble up. pack is. That one. That one. Press the intensify. Intensifies your trigger. Oh no, button. that's the the trigger button. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> now intensify. That doesn't seem to. So I think. So you you start start at the bottom and work your way up. So hit the first, first switch here. Make sure that that's up. I wonder if your batteries may not have enough juice. Yeah, that's possible. Because if if both of on, on the main body, if both of mm-hmm. these switches are up and you got your bar graph on. And then if you yeah. switch this guy up, you should feel that like rumble pack. This was the first one I turned on. Yeah, the switch under activate. Yeah. Oh. Why do they tell you to do it first? Yeah, and then you now you're you're cooking. You're ready. Oh there we yeah, go. you switched into slime mode. There we go. But yeah, these batteries are not gonna last long with a Rumble pack inside. <laughs> a rumble pack, that and it's is... loud. That's a. I mean, I've got the shotgun mic here, and I I can see it picking up waveforms here. It's it's crazy how loud it is. 
Wow, this is really beautiful. Really beautiful. I don't hear it making any noise now. When it's no, totally you turned you, off? You, you said when it's totally turned off. Yeah, so if everything is totally turned off, let's see if, I, if it does it again. When I hit the barrel back in to reset it, yeah, it's still making noise. It, when you retract, makes noise. Yeah. When you retract it, it makes noise. And yeah, mine if, did that too. And if I click it again here, yeah, it makes a noise when it comes out. Yeah. So I think and it's a noise just, when it's, it goes back in. Yeah. That's the way it is. That's just the way it is. Maybe the the there is no way to completely power no. it down. It's just always waiting for you. Um. But anyway, so man, again, this is uh, this is so cool. And again, like the fact that this is the Spangler's Neutrona wand from Afterlife makes it that much cooler. Because I mean, yeah. we've as as fans that have been at it for as long as you and I have Chris like we it's we've seen throwers up close and personal we've held throwers up close and personal so it's kind of tough to be no, like oh I my god it's like a- the ghostbusters of british columbia won't <laughs> let me hold theirs um yeah like man yeah, i tell can really me, see what else you thinking tell me what you thinking i can really see why some people yeah like want to take off the so that's just rubber. The, the the hockey tape, you can just... You could literally cut it off and just replace with real, like, hockey tape. Or I guess you could probably just even do a layer over top of... I was going to... Yeah, there. I think it's it's an unfinished uh, plastic underneath. Somebody actually cut this off, um, I think, on the GB Fans forums. And it, and it is kind of like an unfinished... You'll have to kind of fill it out a little bit. Um, or, yeah. yeah, like you say, retape it so that it is tried and true. Um, put a little the, gaff tape or hockey tape on it. The wooden stock is molded in, so, man, you take that out, you better be prepared, because that's going to... That's some doing. I mean, the, it's the one... Got a, it's got a couple of bits, though, that make it look like it's... Oh, no, those are just the pins for the two halves, so, yeah, that's... I'd almost be inclined to to potentially, like, look into, like, some thin wood veneer or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To put that over top. Overlay it as opposed to Glue trying to over swap top this out. And then do, yeah, yeah, do some, uh, like it wouldn't take much. You could literally just kind of notch it, like impress notch it to get those lines. And then, uh, you know, a little wood burner or something to, Yeah. if you want to get some reality there. Uh, the wiring and all that, I don't know if I'd bother touching it. Like the, the wire bits they got sticking out look great. Yeah. I mean, the, and, and the, um, this is authentic here. I mean, the one thing I would love to, the not having this, this shut off button actually be a button. It's just like a little piece of molded onto the actual plastic. I think this is actually a, a part of, of the elbow here. Um, I, I mean, I would yeah. love if I had the know-how, I would just dremel that out and put a real button on, but. And I can see that. Yeah. Uh, uh, why some guys like it's it here's the thing they can only go so far to make it uh look realistic before money becomes a factor so yeah and assembly this time thing is, and it is look it's supposed to look like uh you know matte black painted uh metal or aluminum that the edges got all beat up and all that so it kind of does yeah it looks like somebody went in just like with one of those um silver paint pens and hit the edges and all that. And it looks like for exactly what we're getting and what we're paying and, you know, the price pointing and all that works perfect. Yeah, and I, I can say, also see is something you could do yourself if you really wanted it's, to. It's, and, it's, it's, yeah. I can see it's, but I'm looking at it and going, and again, I can see how the guys who are really gung ho on modding their own stuff will just, you know, start taping stuff off and, uh, 
and uh, yeah, repainting stuff, right? It's it's a nice it's a nice balance for a guy like me who's not that fussy. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't always that way, but I had to learn to because the Ghostbusters of British Columbia won't let me hold their proton pack. Um, the one um, critique that I would say that I didn't have a chance to to figure out at, in the heat of the moment doing the last video, um, yeah. when you when you switch it on and you've got the bar graph that activates there, yeah, um, and it's showing you, um, it's kind of nice how when you dial this in, it shows you the intensity of if you hit that top adjustment knob. It yep. shows you you're in high, you're in low. Um, but when you're actually firing it, the bar graph isn't really... It's not reacting kind of the way that you expect it to. It just kind of flashes a little bit. Mine goes up and down with the intensity. It does, yeah. Uh, I like that a lot. But it doesn't have that... Um, I don't it, it doesn't have that animation to it. It doesn't have that sort of fluid, like... Uh, it, well, it just yeah, feels like lights intended, popping on and off. You know, it's intended in movie land to be a series of LED bars or something like that, whereas this is just uh, uh, LED lights yeah, behind. It's like, uh, I think it's like four piece. LED lights, yeah. But but again, uh, it's probably one of those things where if they would have put the full LED bar graph in there like you purchase on GB Fans or one of those places, it would have added another 20 or $30 to the price point. Um, so. Okay, where's the trigger button? Triggers your intensify. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, stasis stream. How'd I do that? So the orange, the orange button is what switches you into slime, I, stasis stream, oh, Maison Collider. So there's the regular. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's your Maison Collider. That's regular, standard. Proton stream. Slime. Although I don't know that that's where the slime normally comes out of in the video game, but it's nice. That's really nice, the different firing modes. I really yeah. like that a lot. Uh, and it does overheat, just like in the video game, oh, too. How? If you, yeah, so hit Here. intensify for. Keep, keep it on, just let it ride. What'll happen first? Overheat or my batteries die? I was gonna say, yeah, you're on the Maison Claire too. I haven't done it. Wait for it. Oh yeah. Blinking indicator light, discharge, yep. flash, nice! Yep. And then you oh, have to totally shut down. it all down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. When in doubt, restart that computer. So, oh. yeah, so, I mean, kudos to Hasbro. I mean, they've, they've really uh, yeah. pulled it off. For, for their first item out of the gate, it is pretty impressive. I mean, again, the, the Plasma Series figures and the, the retro uh, real Ghostbusters reissues, um, those are also outstanding. But, you know, for, for the first, you know... Uh, afterlife uh, related material this is this is pretty awesome this gives me hope that if they get around to doing the ecto goggles the damn thing may actually take uh 
Instamatic film. <laughs> is it going to be a Polaroid? Yeah. I mean, if it's yeah, if it's right, the ecto goggles that have the Polaroid, like uh, Logan Kim's character has there. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. this was made for Afterlife. Obviously, whatever they do next is probably going to stick in line. And yeah, that one uh, took pictures. And honestly, that's what I thought was going to be coming. You know, based upon the buildup uh, for Hasbro PulseCon, I thought we were going to get one more something or other. Uh, this is the best part: is that you and I have to intuit normally when we just do audio how to cut in on one another or in my case just when i have no patience i'll just stomp on you that's why you hear me say so or um a lot but like, now Chris, take but over now I, but now i can do things like <laughs> which means hey me take a drink um right. it went up today i think somebody was noticing amazon had some listings uh for some fright feature figs uh, yeah, Vank Maniac on our, our social media hit us up that um, Walmart and Amazon, I want to say, um, both uh, have... I didn't see... Yeah, I saw Amazon. I didn't see Walmart. So, so the, the they, it's it's kind of what Hasbro does for Star Wars. They have a couple mm. of code-named things in their UPC, you know, their, uh, their database where they start inventory and, and stuff like that. They have two listings for fright features and they both have code names and if i would have been smart but i would have written them down it's like sierra dates, and their dates were january 1st which is the same as oh. the other two items the two that they actually revealed at the time okay so that makes but again that begs the question why didn't we hear about them well and i think it goes back to our guest that they're just trying to stuff might not be ready yet to yeah. show like they're rushing to get stuff done uh, pacing of production, like like they want to save something for later in October, just before Christmas. Who knows, right? Like, uh, that's that's also part. I mean, because we have so much time now that we have to fill, maybe they're sort of parsing things out so that the announcements happen. You know, maybe in, uh, in for Halloween we get another announcement of a couple products coming <laughs> in January because it would make sense that multiple things are hitting uh, at the same time in January that you would have at least four or five products that you can fill you know, half of an end cap at Walmart or Target with. Um, but uh, Here you, I job, you drop something. <laughs> yeah, instantly. <laughs> how many how, how many times have we worked on the Eagle Moss and the little tiny things? Never lost a thing. Nope. Uh, Hasbro gives me a pile of giant pieces of plastic, and I immediately start dropping them. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, so that's let's, my fault, not Hasbro's fault, obviously. Uh, let's let's drop in some other news. I mean, so again, uh, in summary, uh, Hasbro uh, knocked it out of the park. Excellent I'm gonna, job. Yeah, and I'm gonna take a bunch of pictures to put up on my social. Yeah, do do some so. social mediaing, and and again, our thanks to Hasbro for uh, for sending these out our way. Um, let's talk about our, our good friend. I can call him my good friend because I feel like we've met um, twice now, and that means that we're good friends. Uh, Ray Parker Jr. Uh, and his uh, documentary that he has with Fran Stryan that he was talking about way back at FanFest um, and was very, I mean, if you ever want to um, take a master class in sales, uh, marketing, and grassroots marketing, uh, just look at Ray Parker Jr. at FanFest and how many times he hopped up on any hot microphone and mentioned uh, he and Fran Stryan's <laughs> documentary. Um, we could have been listening to the real Ghostbusters panel and all of a sudden Ray Parker Jr. came out and was on the mic like, hey everybody, it's me, Ray Parker Jr. Check out who you're going to call coming from Fran Stryan's. <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, but So the good news is it will finally be coming soon. Um, after all of that, we're going to be able to see it. Uh, Sony Pictures Television has picked up the distribution rights to it. 
um, mm-hmm. which would mean uh, because they do have their international premiere that's happening, I think, this weekend as we record this um, in New Mexico. Again, should have written this down. It's been a really long six months. Uh, but, um, so after, after their premiere, they're going to, uh, probably show that somewhere on, on this, on crackle or, or somewhere on a streaming platform would be my guess. Um, it would be really cool because it is Sony pictures, uh, television, uh, that if maybe it's on crackle, it would be a great double feature with cleaning up the town. I got my cleaning up the town Blu-ray today. I just, I want to throw that out there. It came in the mail today and I was like, what? What? what is this? Uh, what? Uh, I know. So the Kickstarter uh, backers did get an email from the Bueno saying uh, we're working on it. Uh, we have the Blu-rays. It's just a matter of weeks now. And that was about a week ago. So it makes a whole lot of sense that they're starting to ship out. Um, so uh, so so the backers should start be getting uh, start be getting good. Start speak be I um, should be getting <laughs> there. <laughs> Their uh, their Blu-rays pretty soon. Um, I haven't had a chance to pop it in. I know that there's a ton of extras on there. I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of stuff to to just pour over in terms of the deleted scenes and things that were left on the cutting room floor. Um, so uh, mm. check check your mailboxes. Um, mm. How you doing? What's going on over there? Oh, you got the stand. You're working on the stand. stand. I will tell you right now, it came with a stand. The stand is lovely. I think even though I am not a props modder guy, I think this might be the thing I ditch. It's not that I hate it. It's fine. I, I, it, and I'm glad they gave us a stand because I think that's what a certain percentage of owners will want as a way to, like, that's what I'm going to do. This is going to be on a bookshelf. Like, yeah. this just looks Put it beautiful. on as a display piece somewhere. Yeah. I will, <laughs> one of my dreams is to have, like, the, the oak-paneled office with globes of the world and <laughs> leather-bound books and a crystal skull and, and my meerschaum pipe. globes that's a bar. I've always wanted one of those globes, globes that opens up as the, yeah. And, you know, s- little statuette busts of philosophers <laughs> and then my frickin' proton thrower. Yeah. <laughs> Come, Watson, the game's frickin' afoot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the Ooh, the, the okay. base itself. It does kind of just feel like a piece of. Okay, I had a couple but... of people. Sorry, I'm talking over here. Yeah, what you got? Well, somebody was saying that they felt like this back bit felt a little wobbly to them. On the, just, on the stand. On the back where the grip is on the stand, and I just kind of sh- kind of shuffled it around. It's way. I kind of saw what they meant, and I again, I wasn't too sussed about it. And then, once I moved it back, and uh, the front grip tape finger notch kind of fell into place. It feels way more balanced and level now. I had yeah. it kind of up on one of the, you the peaks have to rather than the it. valleys. Uh, the little fo- like the little footprint that they give you on the stand, uh, you have to really kind of line that up with the V hook bracket too, um, and that that the, gives you a, a little I extra that, little bit of yeah, support underneath there. Yeah, that might have helped there. a little bit yeah. too because it felt like kind of, yeah, I can see it kind of clicked into the yeah. yeah. It's, it, I mean, it, it once once it finally f- finds a good resting place, it it sits pretty well. But you're right, yeah. When you first pop it onto that stand, it is a little wobbly, and you're kind of like, I feel like this is gonna fall over, which is 
it's like the, the action figure conundrum. I'm going to put this up on a shelf and it's going to fall over. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Like I should, uh, but like I said, keep like it I, down I it, or something. I gave it a little dance and it kind of like, it found its natural position and it's, it's way more, yeah, way more yeah. stable. That go. said, I still feel like it, I may kind of woodwork it a bit or something to. Yeah. Give it, give it a little something to dis, to display with, but like the plastic is kind of like, they were like, it's not in display in the movie or anything like that. So they kind of went, what would it be? And they were kind of like, um, kind of looks like screws and things. It was just <laughs> maybe some metal. It's, it's kind of like an abstract, uh, industrial abstract looking tech kind thing. of thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, and like I said, that is fine. But part of me feels now like I want to like, you know, carve out a nice piece of something to, to balance it on. Yeah. And I mean, like the, the put up, put, put a little engraved metal plaque. Like, like if anything, you own Buster one of these. Of the and year. If, Buster, or if you're a real sap, get your, you know, your Harold Ramis dates on there. Right. Yeah. Or depending on what we learn in Ghostbusters afterlife, we may be able to say, you know, Egon Spengler and some dates. Yeah. I mean, that's, oh, that's true. Out, right. We're yeah. definitely going to have to find out. We're going to find that out. Not speculation. A lot we, of stuff. We, yeah. There's no way around it. Um, no way around it. Anyways, um, uh, so this is all right. This so is fantastic. Anyways, we were talking about um, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about documentaries. Ray Parker Jr. Clean yes. up the town. Blu-ray shipping. Um, I mean, yeah. there, a, a lot of good content is coming to kind of tide us over until that March um, Afterlife date. However, we've talked about it multiple times, Chris. Do we think March is going to hold? Uh, because I saw you on Proton Charging the other day. Um, did mention that they're now thinking that theaters will not be opening uh, come March of 2021. Uh, and of course the Sony mantra has been, we're not going to release big movies until we can actually get them into the big theaters. Yeah. Is this, kinda, is this foretelling? I'm kind of lost because I've had this conversation with a number of people, but I think uh, Tenet went out and I think a whole lot of execs, both involved with Tenet and not, went, oh, no. Yeah. Um, and that was literally a week, a week and a half later, followed by me getting, and obviously thousands of others, a paid Facebook poll. Didn't say who it was coming from. It was a paid Facebook poll of asking us how we were going to go see Bond, the new Bond. They're like, are you going to go see it in the theater, or will you wait till home? And... That clearly was, that's a Sony movie, so Sony and I guess yeah. other studios are, are starting to question the, at least their upcoming, uh, uh, you know, the upcoming movies. Disney's probably going to be feeling out Black Widow and stuff like that. They've already moved it. Black Widow already moved to 2021. Okay. Yeah. So then you listen to things like, we're not, like right now the target is they don't even think we're going to see vaccines until around the time Ghostbusters is supposed to be coming out, which means there's going to be no, and they say return to normality there by the end of next year. So I hate to say it, but I'm now staring at March 5th going, I, I don't know. Like I don't, I, that, that feels like a coin toss at this point. So, yeah, I mean, what, stay tuned. Uh, it's it's kind of tough to get worked up about it now because we're so far away from so it. Far, um, but well, I, I do feel like January, months, February. So. Yeah, it's like if if after the first of the year, if things have not taken a turn, if um, here's yeah. here's the thing. Yeah, Christmas, 
Christmas is when people like to usually get around and see one another and stuff like that. Families gather, etc. Give it till mid-January, and we'll see what the numbers are. Because yeah. if everybody comes back from Christmas holiday and we didn't behave ourselves and the numbers reflect it, March is off. I mean, like, that's just uh, th- that's that's kind of the cold hard truth, and and that's how it's yeah. been here in the states with Fourth of July. You know, there's an uptick after Fourth of July, Labor Day uptick after Labor Day. Um, yeah. So and, and and the fact is, is that it's the same way everywhere. Canada's been doing pretty well, but we all had our our uh, Labor Day long weekend, and yeah, now now yeah. Uh, provinces are seeing their biggest spike <laughs> since 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 all this mess started. So it's like, oh yeah. boy. But you know, stay stay tuned, and I do yep. I do imagine we, we Halloween is right around the corner, so there's going to be some Ghostbusters. There has to be some sort of Ghostbusters content Older. coming. Ha- has to be because they have so much stuff that they probably had ramped up that that was that was sitting ready, like loaded and ready to fire uh, back in in July, and, and yeah, like able to do it. Some of these toys that are codenamed on Amazon, perhaps. <laughs> exactly. Well, so no. Be- here's the thing: I can only assume that one half of Sony is. Desperately trying to to figure out uh, what's the insurance actuaries. Let's just put it this way: if you're an actuarial scientist right now, your rates must must be fantastic. <laughs> because I'm sure you can ask for anything when like giant studios <laughs> are like, "Please tell us what the future holds." Mm-hmm. Um, so while Sony and the studio heads and all that are trying to parse out, you know, what the next twelve months is going to be like. Uh, I can only assume then that Ghost Corps has to assume that whatever date they're working with now is real and pace accordingly. So they got six months to cover and they got to start the hype train somewhere. Yeah. Piecemeal. We got a little bit there with Hasbro Pulse and now a little October is a given. A little something heading into something. That's why maybe I think October will we'll hear a lot more toy stuff because I think that may lead to a lot more uh, Christmas time selling and buying and but I don't know I, I don't want to steal I hope John doesn't mind this but can we start calling it October Ectotober officially well as far as listeners are concerned yes as far as you and I are concerned we still got an hour and six minutes. yeah we still have some time <laughs> so I haven't seen like I, I he's kind of been let's put it this way his whole thing is that he's just gonna uh, go super loopy nuts uh, and I love it um, but I don't know what that means yet. Uh, I'm assuming that means some art, but he's been teasing it with like a really great video clip that he put together. Yeah, so. He's got this, his, yeah, he's really put together. I'm actually just going to check while we're on the air here to see if he's put anything out because we are getting closer and closer. Oh, and I know he's an hour ahead of us. That's right. Just in case. Um, but yeah, so John Yerkeba, um, wonderful human, uh, wonderful artist who actually did the art for our, um, our Ghostbusters resurrection. Oh yeah. Which everybody is listening to, obviously. Tomorrow it begins. Okay. So he hasn't put anything up quite yet, but his, uh, (laughs) again, you want a masterclass, uh, take a look at John Yerkeba's Instagram. That's, uh, yeah, I don't want to speak for him, but what it amounts to, I guess is, was it Inktober? Some artist uh, started Inktober. Which was always uh, like, the, I mean, a lot of people picked up on it, right? It was like a well, big that, artist that is thing. The, that is the problem. Uh, somebody invented it. A lot of people jumped on it. And then I guess somewhere along the line, there was the thought that perhaps it could be monetized. 
Uh, which means somebody had to yeah. lay cl- the guy who started it had to lay claim to it. So now there's a lot of no, 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 no which is hilarious because the minute you start saying no, 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 it just kind of kills what made it. And then the it's big, gone. Yeah. It, it, you kill the thing that gave it value. But uh, John's solution was uh, fine. I'm doing October, and, uh, <laughs> and I think he's calling it the real October. So he's really yeah. doubling down on the. Uh, legally, I am nowhere near you. Uh, well, and, and, and I love that. Yeah, Dapper Dan Schoening does his um, post, post-it notes. Post-it um, notes, yes. Which, he, uh, you know, is, is kind of his Dan thing. Dapper Dan Schoening is, the, um, is the, uh, the, the, the comic book uh, artist, illustrator uh, answer to Alton Brown with his sticky notes every day of October. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so no, so check out their social feeds because I bet bet that's going to be a lot of fun. And again, well, stuff that's going to help I find out what over. it is, I'm I'm hoping I can get in on it. I, yeah, I mean, I can draw stick figures. The thing is, John John has such big ideas. Um, John was uh, he and I I got to work with him briefly for a short amount of time when he was here in L.A. And he always like he has just like binders full of like great conceptual ideas and and stories and all sorts of stuff that. Um, I feel yeah. like he he needs to get out there to the world. So I'm hoping that that's what this is. John but, has learned. Uh, but lesson if it's number just one. his art, that will be just as good as well. Um, the thing the thing every time I run into young video game developers and they ask for advice, I'm like, do not be precious with your ideas. Yeah. Like I mean, they're a dime a dozen, and the minute you make one, it's guaranteed that if you don't get it off the ground right away, there's every chance that somebody else will just parallel yeah. come up with the same and, idea. And, and if and you start having second thoughts about it, yeah, then it just it stalls out. So um or so, more to the point, to come up with them, store them away, and again, who knows, five you know, could be a couple of years down the line the thing opportunity comes along and you're like, I got the thing. So that's 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 what I love about John is um uh, we're starting to see that you're drinking wine and I'm drinking coffee, aren't we? <laughs> Slow down. You got this. Deep breaths. Goose Pull, pull a bit of a... Pull of a three stooges. Um, anyways, uh, and and we'll it's also out, it's extremely hot here, so I feel like I'm just melting as we're talking. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, by the time you're listening to this, check our social medias because uh, we'll probably be retweeting the heck out yeah. of John's social medias. Yeah. So uh, so so a couple things to end on. Uh, let's end on some uh, some edibles. <laughs> let's end on some uh, edibles. Why not just do this? Uh, no, so in the UK, they've got a lot of, um, of sweets at this point, uh, because I've seen, uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow, uh, Man, uh, Cups, and a, f- a few other items that have been hitting their stores, um. Let's see, gummies, uh, chocolate-covered, uh, green slime marshmallows, uh, marshmallow, um, The, the Mollo like Cups mini- are the ones that I've seen. That are kind of like they look like ice cream cones. They're, yeah, they are. Bit, they're they're, they're and I've we can get them here. They're not. Yeah, they're not. They, by the way, if anybody out there is my age and remembers, um, they were ice tiny ice cream cones about this big, but they were filled. They didn't heap up. They were filled almost to the top, and it was like maple fudge or something like that. I haven't seen one of those in twenty yeah. years. I tried one of these other ones because that's the thing. You put it with marshmallow, and with marshmallow, you can kind of do like an ice cream cone, uh, uppy peaky thing, and all that. That's what these things are too. They're yeah, it's 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 marshmallow. Marshmallow is basically pure sugar. 
Yeah. It's sugar that you've threatened into a new molecular structure. Is basically I, will, what you... I, I will put it this way. There were a lot of people on social media that were very excited about it. And then there were a lot of people <laughs> on social media who actually tried it and, tried it, yeah. and stopped um, and weren't able There's, to make it all the way through. I can't remember so. the name. There's a, a confectionery company in this the UK. They got the rights to it and they've been making them, uh, some of them exclusive to three different stores. Uh, B&M, Home Improvement. And Wilco, with a K, I think, is the three, if my memory serves. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't think much too much about them, but then I idly just sort of asked friends in the UK if anybody finds it. Because uh, you said people have said they're too sweet to even finish. Challenge accepted. <laughs> um, that's not to say I won't hate it at the end and hate myself, because my sweet tooth days are way behind I mean... me, but I'm pretty sure I can still choke one down. That, when you when you're faced with the half or the full rack of baby back ribs at the restaurant, you know what you're full well getting into if you order the full rack. So it's, here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. You if for example, I managed to get my hands on the chocolate covered green slime marshmallow. Even if eating those straight up is a no go, I'm telling you right now, hold on to those until we're well into fall, Thanksgiving, home for Christmas time or whatever. Drop one of those into a hot chocolate. Oh. Done. So that that's be what fantastic. Do you remember the caffeine uh, Stay Puft marshmallows that came out? I don't remember when that was like 2010 at one point. Yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah. wish that I would have thought of that. I was just popping those things like edibles, <laughs> and uh, and I realized I should have put I should have been putting those into hot chocolate. It would have been like having like a a, a cup of coffee a or like a mocha. <laughs> yeah, but without the coffee part of it. Without the coffee taste. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, um, so, uh, those are nice. They were, yeah, they were more classic, um, square cut marshmallows. Yeah. Um, uh, but that box that came in, I still have the box. I, I still somewhere. have the box too. It's, it's packed Frankly, away. Frankly, I somewhere. mostly bought it for yeah. the box. The, mar- the marshmallows weren't going to last, but the box is fantastic. And the people that have held on to them, I've seen what the marshmallows look like now and it's not pretty. Um, but so, yeah, so, uh, so speaking of coffee beverages, uh, I guess we should mention it's not official. That's, I've been so confused by this. Like I, I, I no, thought it was like an a, official fall thing, but it's actually been on their menu this whole time and we just never knew it. No, it's right? not even on the menu. It's, it's like a secret just menu item? When, they call it a secret menu item. There's no rhyme or reason of what gets to be called a secret menu item. It's just if you can think of it and they'll do it for you. Um, here's the thing. I think it's something is only really a secret menu item uh, if there's code for it and and the the, the franchise you're you're talking to will respond to it because this secret menu thing started with like uh, in and out burger yeah yeah so you could go up and if you ask for like your burgers animal style or whatever that code translated into them doing something that was not up on the board which was yeah. grill the onions before grilled they put onions them on and it. mustard yeah exactly and they had a whole bunch of those uh, for a little while people tried to do it with mcdonald's so you could go in and ask for such and such because mcdonald's you can go up and say yeah i'd like a big mac but i'd like four extra patties and i want you know the the quarter pounder onions and say you can sub Uh, but that's not like a secret menu right like i can't go to taco bell and be like i want a chorito yeah it never caught on because you can't i can't go up to the drive-thru and say (laughs) basically mcdonald's for a little while i'm sure they went this is cute we love it you do remember Please that our, our motto is <laughs> have it your way. 
It's not <laughs> come up with clever, cute ways to ask for your way. Just tell us what you want. Um, so this, uh, again, same thing. They call it secret menu items at Starbucks, but nobody at the Starbucks knows about it. Now, if enough of us do it, like if we go up and say, could I please have a Ghostbuster Frappuccino, which is, again, just uses what's on the board. You can go up and say, I would like, because I think it starts with a vanilla Frappuccino, and then you do X, Y, and Z. Ta-da. Um, it's just, it's just the way that the vanilla Frappuccino is given to you. It's There's like strawberry syrup or something there, in there. I think strawberry, that gives you the little red strawberry stripes to make, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Like, so there's a lot of those. You can, uh, I mean, the only secret menu thing that I can think of at Starbucks is you can... Uh, go ask for certain items uh, dirty, meaning give it an extra shot of espresso. That's right? I, I do like a dirty chai latte all the time. The, that's they it. Get you right? That that's extra only, shot of that's, espresso. That may be the only official secret uh, uh, menu yeah. thing that Starbucks has. And this even that confuses say, them sometimes. They're like, dirt, what? I'm, uh, two shots. Now that said, there is a website that loves their Starbucks. They love their secret menu items and they came up with a <laughs> ghostbuster one for october i am not going to fight that at all nor am i going to be too pedantic about the whole secret menu thing because but be prepared that you have to go in you're going to have to explain it to a barista who will not know what you're talking about uh and if it's busy they're gonna hate you yes uh, uh, so, especially now when there's the pandemic and people are six feet apart and they're having to do all of these things in between customers and like be respectful of them if they don't know what a ghostbusters frappuccino is walk them through it and if it's it busy maybe leave it till another time yeah uh, ne- mr yeah. Uh, jeffrey shrek went uh and he got one he was i think the first person i heard that uh got went out and got one and came back um and i asked him again they were a little confused then bemused, and then it sounds like they are interested in trying them themselves. That's a good first step to turning something into a secret menu item, is that the people that work there go, interesting. Uh, but he said it was 450 US. Okay. So that's that's like a six buck Canadian thing? Uh, I mean, that's, that's up that's, there. That's up there. That's kind of their going rate for those types of drinks now, though. Like those yeah. dessert uh, frappuccino-y type drinks. Even even like the, the dirty chai latte that I mentioned to you, it's like four bucks. It's like three seventy five here yeah. now. So, you know. So um, it's, a, it's a pretty penny. The yeah. only downside is that, I mean, I guess it's okay right now because it sounds like we're going to have some hot spots in October. So it still will kind of be okay to go get the frappuccino. We get to November. Actually, what am I talking to you about? Southern is, California. It is 95 degrees here right now. Forget it. You know what? Enjoy them. I'll see you in 2021. Enjoy your frappuccinos. But Climate change is a myth. We got three, we got on three more weeks. Exactly. <laughs> we got three more weeks and then I'm shutting down the, the icy drinks. I've already switched out of the shorts. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, so uh, lots, wind, of, lots of things wind, out there. The, the wind through the, the dry leaves of the tree whispered. Stop wearing shorts. And I cried. <laughs> and but, the pumpkin uh, spice tasted delicious. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny. I would have, hmm, maybe there's an alternate Ghostbuster one that uses the pumpkin spice stuff. What would that be? The Samhain. Oh, yeah. Deep cut. The barista's going to look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> if you go in and ask for a Samhain, they're going to be like, get out. Device right. so it's it's whatever their pumpkin spice latte is some sort of twist on it to sweeten it up that's a Sam Hain and then 
if you get it dirty with an extra shot, that's not Sam Hain. That's that uh, that uh, pumpkin-headed guy on the news that did that body stalking <laughs> dance. That's a dirty <laughs> the Sam CW Hain. CW guy, yeah. <laughs> oh, Don't wait boy. another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, go, go stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our call-in line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page and Twitter accounts. Prince is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. I have no idea how I'm going to do that in the video, by the way. I think I'm just going to cut away to, oh, the, I know. to the test pattern or something. It's like, please stand you need by. To do, you need to do the real Ghostbusters with that. Yeah. Whatever that thing they do is. Oh, video. Their transition. Um, I don't Why am I doing this? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know either. why you invented this. Exp- <laughs> I'm trying to be like the kids. I'm, over, I'm overworked. <laughs> I'm stressed. It's hot. You know what I need? More work. Let's work on the YouTube channel while we're at it. <laughs> so it's obviously clear that I've lost it. Uh, yeah. What do you got in terms of final thoughts for this? I got nothing. It probably should have been like October or something like that. Frankly, yeah. uh, although we are going to still keep bugging people. If you haven't listened to, the, I think a lot of people have. But uh, if you're just tuning in or catching up, we are heading in October, which is when we tend to pick up some new people here and there. Um, if you haven't listened to our crossover with the Ghostbusters Resurrection, do it. Yeah, definitely, and, and that's. I know some people are saving that too, so uh, just don't forget about they it. Are? Don't forget Why? about it. Yeah. Why are they saving it? Because uh, it's so long, or yeah. I mean, knowing that people are probably coming up on the holidays, they want to listen to it uh, while they're commuting or flying or whatever. Um, again, yeah, please okay. be safe when you do so. But um, we'll keep reminding you then. Uh, yeah, it's, listen it's, to it. It, the thing about it is it's not timely either. It's not like our news episodes where you have to listen to it. Otherwise, like six months from now, you're like, why are these guys talking about Molo cups that are going to kill my teeth? I don't care. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so so give it a listen. And then also the Resurrection guys, I know that I saw uh, Doug posted that they're really hard at work on their new season right now. So it will be kind of a good palette, uh, like an amuse-bouche if you want to go into listening to yeah. these audio dramas. Um, we'll take you by the hand, lead you in, and then you can listen and, to the yeah, uh, professionals then, take care and, of it. Yeah, and, and a few other people have mentioned, um, we did get, uh, I want to say it was on our, our Facebook or our Instagram, forgive me, but somebody mentioned that they wanted us to maybe solicit you guys to join us, uh, like chip in for 20 bucks and we'll get a Game Master and we'll record it or something. And that's, that's a great yeah. idea. You get five um, people together, or five or so people, and they throw in twenty or so bucks. You can yeah. afford Doug. Um, Doug will get get Doug to put. To, uh, he's he's an amazing storyteller. I cannot uh, recommend him any any higher. So um, so yeah, uh, do do that. Uh, something came to mind. And I'll, I'll, I'll close. I'll close on on this. Like the 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 Spangler Neutrona wand from Hasbro. Um, I know it is. It's currently sold out on Hasbro Pulse. You can still get it through Big Bad Toy Store. I think Entertainment Earth may still have a couple of them too. Um, don't quote me on it, but um, don't don't sit on it because I think this is going to be one of those ones that 
um, everybody probably four or five months down the road, maybe about the time that Afterlife comes out, uh, maybe this is not as readily available and uh, you're, yeah. you're going to kind of kick I, yourself if you don't have it. So I think given the reaction people are having to this, um, it feels a lot like there's a good chance that Hasbro may do uh, get some more together to offer people when the movie, closer to the movie yeah. coming out. So yeah, once you see some more available, if you've been uh, on the fence about it, have a sit yourself down and have a good long realistic talk, and then uh, if you decide you want it, grab it because yeah. I don't. That might be it. And I sure hope that more is coming. I mean, I I really did want that Ecto one, that Afterlife uh, Ecto one, and I hope that I can grab it in January when it hits the shelves. Uh, so and and I'm sure plenty plenty of things that are coming to steal the money out of our wallets are on the way. Um, but uh, all right, well interesting episode chris this was a, a little uh, bonkers on our format and i think we'll have to f- we'll figure out some ways to work out the kinks but uh yeah, yeah. we're we're gonna go uh we're gonna play with our throwers now that sounds <laughs> bad i don't please don't cut that out and use that against us <laughs> make them hard what <laughs> no <laughs> we'll see you on the other side it's just a quote from the movie that's the problem Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Careless Pets. We're so cool.